Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a master mindset coach and success strategist for entrepreneurial babes just like you. I absolutely love helping you uplevel your life, your business, your finances, and helping you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that you want. It is my duty and obsession to give you the tools, the resources, strategies, and teachings you need to manifest the reality of your wildest dreams. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of personal development to maximize your impact, your influence, and your income. If you're ready to get your ass kicked to the next level, then you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, gorgeous souls. It is Catherine from manifestationbabe.com, and I am back today with another podcast episode about a hot topic that a lot of my rich babes come into my program Um, deciding to work on. And I see this as an area of people's finances that stops them, that looms over them, that makes them feel guilty, that feels like a treacherous journey ahead. And it's something that has a lot of heaviness and negative emotion around. And so I wanted to create a podcast episode sharing my experience and my story and a couple of my tips to help you manifest your way out of debt. So I know I talk a lot about manifesting money and I know that in today's modern day age and time, a lot of us have student loans or a lot of us have credit card debt or we have um, you know various debts that have piled up and we have no idea what to do with it. We don't know how to pay it back using the law of attraction or using manifestation or using um, you know, all of these spiritual principles because it is such a heavy topic, at least from what I have experienced working with clients, working with my rich babes, and so on and so forth. So I wanted to preface this uh, podcast episode with the fact that I am not a financial advisor. I am not legally allowed to give you financial advice. Um, you know, all of those disclaimers that you always hear, insert them right now. Um, I'm just speaking from my experience and I'm sharing tips with you based around my experience of paying off $25,000 worth of debt in just one year and also helping um, some of my clients 
clients do the same. Like I have a client who paid off over $40,000 in just one year working a corporate nine to five job with no additional income. Um, and I have also helped Brennan, for instance, who had about 50 grand worth of student debt when we started dating and he really set the intention of paying it off, of paying off this leveraged money um, in, you know, he did it, he set the intention around last year. So it's been about a year and we are down to just $10,000 until he's completely free of student loans. So if this is possible for us, I know that it's also also possible for you. Now your timeline might might look differently. Your amount might look differently. I'm not here to tell you that you can also do it in one year or six months or two years or three years, but all I want you to know is that it is possible and you can use um, these manifestation principles and apply it to debt. So I wanted to share a little bit about my debt story and um, you know how I initially got into debt, why I initially got into debt, and the mindset that helped me get out of debt almost as fast as I got into it because I knew that this was something that I didn't want to be kind of um, not stuck in, but it's something that I didn't want to hold me back. I wanted to leverage money and leverage my ability to invest in myself, but know that I didn't want to live the rest of my life owing someone else or another company or anyone else money because I wanted to be financially free. And I believe that there's no better feeling than being financially free, but it doesn't mean that if you are in debt that you have done something wrong or that you are doing something wrong. And I know that there are a lot of um, financial gurus out there, like traditional financial gurus who make you feel really guilty <laughs> about your debt. And they say that debt is the devil and it is such a horror thing and you know and the way that I look at it is because our minds work like these um, we create such imagery out of metaphors when we call something the devil it seems to haunt us for so much longer than it ever needs to we make it like this real thing that's holding us back you know when we say we have a block we essentially create this wall. We create this block that's preventing us from getting to the other side. When we say there's a demon or we're doing something, um, or there's a devil in our life, well, we're literally creating this horrifying experience or this um, negative, you know, negative emotion or this negative feeling that also holds us back from ever seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, two years ago or three years ago now, I was already like $10,000, you know, I had I had like two credit cards that had about $10,000 worth of debt on them, mainly from a surgery that I wanted to have um, while I was in college, which I took out a loan of like $5,000. And then um, another $5,000 racked up around, you know, because I was working a I was working a movie theater job going to college and commuting three hours a day. So I had gas that I needed to pay for. I had textbooks that I needed to pay for. You know, if my boyfriend and I at the time, because we commuted together, wanted to get snacks along the way or food along the way. It was a really, I just remember having really long days in college where eventually I needed to have a little bit more money than I was earning at work. And so therefore I went like another $5,000 in credit card debt and I was totally okay with it because 
I knew that I would graduate from college because this is my plan at the time. I would graduate from college. I would get a slightly better job while applying to medical school. It would make up for it and I would be financially free and not have to worry about it. So, that was, so I was okay with lever- leveraging the debt or leveraging the money. And then came my awakening at a Tony Robbins event where I realized that medical school is not for me. I did not want to be in this box. And the box, uh, when I mention box, what I mean is I did not want to live a life that I thought I was supposed to live in order to be loved and accepted by other people. I didn't want to live a life of the, you know, the kind of life that I thought I needed to live in order to see, you know, success or whatever success means to society and success means to the status quo, which is like, you know, get a get a get a degree, get good grades, um, and then become a doctor. Go to medical school, become a doctor, you'll be successful, you'll have um, an MD after your name, and life is amazing, right? So I had this awakening at a Tony Robbins event where I realized that my gifts um, are going to go to waste if I go to medical school because I've always been passionate passionate about you know helping other people, coaching other people. I've always been the person to inspire my friends or to inspire strangers or uplift them and make them feel better. And I know that the majority of that root comes from my hardships growing up, you know, being bullied as a child and not having very many friends and not always feeling my best in life and not feeling like people like people cared about me. So I always use that to drive me and to always be that light for other people. And I knew that I had a gift in that, you know, a gift around my past and a gift in my obsession with personal development and my obsession with the law of attraction and my obsession with just inspiring people and breathing life life in them and helping them and helping them um, see that they really can be, do, and have everything that they want. And at that event, I realized that this is the path that I wanted to go on. And Manifestation Babe wasn't even something that came into my consciousness until about six months later. But at the time, I did have an MLM with Beachbody. And Beachbody was one of my first vehicles where I could inspire people and earn money for it. Like, it didn't have to be these two separate things where I go to a job and I work my job. And then after hours is when I inspire people, right? I I was able to do it via fitness. I was able to do it via... Um, you know, posting on my Instagram account. If you guys want to stalk my old Instagram account, it's at Catherine Z Fitness. And so um, that was like one of my vehicles. And uh, I realized that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Like I, I just, I saw kind of like a rise in the personal development world. I saw, I knew that some of my friends were coaches. Some of my friends were making really good money doing this. And so at this Tony Robbins event, I decided that I wanted to go to the next level. But to go to the next level, you know, investing in another personal growth seminar that I knew would tremendously help me with my mindset and help me surround myself with the right people and be the right place was a $15,000 investment with the interest. So it was about $10,000 paid in full, which I did not have $10,000. So I call it a $15,000 investment because of the payment plan that I went on and spread over time. It was around $15,000. And that was the very first time that I recognized that I need to leverage some more debt. I need to leverage some more money 
and invest in myself so that I can pick up value. Value being the people that I surround myself with, value being new information, new skills, new techniques, new insights, new perspectives, a bunch of stuff that will help me, um, that'll help program me to be the successful version of myself and to help me have certain experiences so that I can help other people. And I just knew that I would not only pay it back, but it would help me skyrocket my success. And I guess you would call it faith. You would call it intuition. It's just a decision that I made that I knew that the value I would get back would help me pay off this debt really, really quickly. Um, and also, you know, it would set me up on this, on this path in life to where I don't ever have to do this again. I just decided that this would be the one time that I leveraged my debt. And this is around the time also that I looked at debt as this negative thing. I looked at it as, you know, you always hear in society, like, you don't want to go into debt. Debt is a bad thing. Debt is the devil. Debt, you know, cash is king, blah, blah, blah. And I don't have that perspective anymore. In fact, I know that all wealthy people have leveraged debt to get to where they are. They've all leveraged money for future opportunity. And so it is not a bad thing. It's just a bad thing when you allow it to get in your way and you don't actively pay it back. Right. That's when it becomes a really bad thing um, or a negative thing or a thing that might hold you back. And so I had this like faith and intuition about it because when I made my investment, you guys, I was making fifteen hundred dollars a month and I uh, I had this decision. I made this decision that I would pay off all twenty five thousand dollars like I would be scot free, financially free by January 1st, 2017. And so that was a 12 month period. And if you do the calculations, even if I would have put every single dollar back to paying off my credit cards, because I put, um, let me let me go back and explain kind of how I made that $15,000 investment. I put um, $1,000 down on the one credit card that I had $1,000 left before it was maxed out. So I maxed out that credit card. And then I had like five to $800 left on my checking account that I used to help me pay for things, um, you know, for the rest of the weekend while I was at the event. And then I pretty much had, you know, maxed out credit card, a couple hundred dollars in my checking account and all these payments that I'm now responsible for. So I was kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? But I still had this faith. Like I made this decision. I knew that I was a conscious creator of my reality and that I would pay it back. and It would be the best thing that ever happened to me. And so if you do the calculations, $1,500 times 12 is $18,000. So that's still, even if I put every single dime that I earned at that time, over the over the 12 months, it still wouldn't equal 25,000. So the calculations aren't there and I had no idea how it was going to happen, but I just knew that it would happen. I decided to apply manifestation to this area of my life. Um, I was also living at home at the time and then shortly after I moved uh, onto my grandma's couch. And so Around this time, I was only affording the bare minimum payment. And I think the bare minimum payment of all of my like five different cards that I had this $25,000 spread over, maybe it was like six or seven cards, um, I, I was only able to make like the minimum minimum payment. So you guys know it could be like $25, $20, $10, right? Whatever the minimum payments are on consumer credit cards. And, you know, setting off this goal 
when when I had this declaration, and this kind of ties in with tip number one, where you don't want to call it debt because I'm a big believer that the language that you use doesn't just describe your reality, it actually creates it, it determines your reality. So when you, when you start focusing on debt and you say, I wanna be debt free, I wanna be debt free, I wanna be debt free, you're essentially focusing on debt and focusing on debt then creates more debt, right? So I set off this goal of saying that I will have a $0 balance on all of my credit cards, by January 1st, 2017. And just by saying that and just by setting that intention and just surrendering it, letting it go, putting it out there into the universe, this allowed me to, you know, this this gave me so much inspired action over the year that I could have never seen coming that allowed me to pay off all $25,000 and be able to get off my grandma's couch, be able to move out, um, get my own apartment, and pretty much start a successful, thriving coaching business all in just one year, okay? Um, So since then, using all the tips that I'm about to share with you, the four tips on how you can quickly and easily faster than you can imagine pay off your debt and be financially free, These tips have helped my clients do crazy numbers in a year's period. It's helped me. It's helped Brennan. And so I hope that it can help you too. And I'm so curious to hear from you. If you do have debt, um, I would love to hear from you in, I don't know how long of a time, a year or two years, if you can come back to me and share with me how these tips helped you. And even if you just apply one of them, you guys, I promise that it's going to shift the energy for you. It's going to, it's going to cause an effect of a bunch of unexpected, inspired actions, miracles, you know, unexpected money manifested to help you get to your goals faster. So my four tips are, number one, stop calling it debt. When I stopped calling it debt and started calling it leveraged money for future opportunity, everything changed because I no longer saw it as a negative number. I then started seeing it as, oh my God, it's leveraged money and it's for future opportunity. Knowing that I would one day pay it off and the fact that I'm in debt means that I, there are companies out there who have given me this money, who have leveraged this money to me, who have helped me to get to where I am today. And even though I didn't know where I was going, like I knew where I was going, but I had no idea how I was going to get there or eventually, you know, what would happen at the end of the 12 12 months or whatever. Um, I was just so very, very grateful to have had this leveraged money for a future opportunity. And I think that when we call it debt, um, you know, we focus on debt, so we create more debt. And so saying something like, if you want to be debt-free, instead of creating an affirmation of, I am now debt-free, um, even more powerful than I am financially free, is something more specific, uh, which is, I now have a $0 balance on whatever, student loan, um, a house, a car, I don't know, whatever you consider debt to be in your life. 
Number two is to stop seeing it as such a bad thing, you guys. It's part of your past, and so forgive yourself. Have compassion. Don't allow a decision that you made 10 years ago, 20 years ago, a couple years ago. You know, when you made this decision, you were doing the best that you could with the resources that you have. And so holding on to resentment or regret or being like, why did I do that? You know, depending on how you got here, um... You know, seeing it as a bad thing just just creates more of that energy of negativity. It creates more of that resentment. It creates more of that um, of that negativity, of that anger, of that frustration. And so, having compassion and forgiveness, and just seeing it as the past, and knowing that the past doesn't create the future, unless you keep focusing on the past. So, stopping to focus on the past, you can then start focusing on the future. And you can start seeing it as a blessing. And I know that there's, um, I've had students come up to me, you know, at my live events before being like, how do I let go of this resentment that I have over student loans or the resentment that I have over the fact that I needed to take out a credit card to pay for this? And I always say, like, look at it as, you know, when you're making your payments, instead of being like, fuck, this shouldn't happen. Fuck, this shouldn't be like this. And every time you're making payments, you're just adding more of that anger into the mix. I say, look at it as a blessing and thank those companies for even giving you money. Because I know for me, if there were credit card companies that didn't give me a credit card at the time that I wanted to make that investment in my personal growth, I would not be here. Plain and simple. I might have more money at that time in my life, but over the grand scheme of things, I could still be stuck on my grandma's couch today, right? I could still be, um, I could still be in um, my old online business with Beachbody, trying to make things work, not really understanding like why it's not making me happy, why it's not, um, why I don't love it, and I'm so tired of helping people with their fitness goals and blah, 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 and I can still be stuck in that place today. And so I see it as a blessing of holy crap. Look at what this debt gave me. Look at what these loans gave me. Look at what these credit card companies gave me. You know, whatever, whatever it is for you. With Brennan, it's a student loan. You know, thank you for my college degree. Or at least, thank you for the life lessons. Thank you for um, the amazing lessons in how to manage money. Thank you for the amazing lessons in taking responsibility of my finances. Now I learned how to pay bills. I learned how to focus on, you know, the positive outcome, the positive future. There's always some sort of value that you are gaining out of every situation that you are in. And so stop seeing it as a bad thing. Start seeing it as a blessing. And then tip number three is something that surprisingly a lot of people don't do, which always surprises me, but Number three is put energy into it, meaning make your freaking payments, make them on time, make it your top priority to make your payments, okay? And do 10% more than you're comfortable with. So even if you're just doing the, the bare minimum of the monthly payments, challenge yourself, take yourself outside of your comfort zone and add an additional 10% right? So 10% and then track it. And by track it, I mean this, always know your number. What you track increases, you guys. When you're checking your bank account every single day, when you're checking how much money your business is generating, when you're looking at the metrics and the optics and the numbers, you cannot um, manage what, what you don't measure. 
And this is a message time and time again that came through a business mastery is that a lot of businesses fail is because they are not tracking their numbers. They have no idea how much money they're making. They have no idea what their profits are, what their expenses are, what their cash flow is. They just don't know their numbers. And so they're always like, they're just always gambling pretty much with their businesses because they have no idea. Like they don't know that, you know, this additional expense right here could have put them in the negatives that month or, you know, maybe sometimes they're under investing and hoarding too much money and have all this excess cash flow and actually should be investing in better tech or should be playing paying their employees higher or whatever and so a lot of businesses play in the dark and we also with our finances you know taking financial responsibility and and um you know managing our money and all the stuff that i teach in rich babe is really connected to also the way that you view yourself and how much you love and respect yourself and your self-worth and how much value you see in yourself. A lot of that is reflected in our finances. And so taking responsibility for your finances, you're also taking responsibility for your life. Um, and so start tracking your number. And a lot of people hear the, the phrase, you know, what you track increases. And they're like, Catherine, I don't want to increase my debt, so I don't want to track it. And I'm like, hey, remember math class where a um, when you add positive numbers, when you increase a very, very negative number, it gets slightly, uh, it gets more and more or less negative. Does that make sense? So like negative 10 is more negative than negative five. If you want to increase um, from negative 10 to negative five, that's an increase, right? It's still a negative number, but it's less negative. And so your debt is going to get less and less and less and less negative as you, as you just track it and get to know your numbers. There's just this principle that states what you track increases. And then get that momentum going. Drive that energy in. Get that momentum going. Start putting energy into the system so that the universe has something to work with. A lot of people see this number and they're like looking at their screens and they're like, oh my God, it's 50 grand. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. And they just stare and they just they just stop. They, they try to ignore it. They neglect it. They don't make their payments. They allow it to grow. They pile up interest. They're just so paralyzed out of fear. And of course, we're paralyzed out of fear because with tip number two, a lot of us see it as this bad thing. And I encourage you to start seeing as thank you, thank you, thank you for this leveraged money for future opportunity. Um, and so get the momentum going, put energy into it. And then anytime you get unexpected money, right? Like Catherine, how did you do in one year? Well, every time I got unexpected money, I would put at least half of that money towards my payments. So let's say that I got gifted 200 bucks. I would put a hundred dollars into my, um, you know, my credit card payment or my boss would give me a raise at work, which that happened when I was working my nine to five. So of course I can double my payments or add more money or whatever. And so I made it at the top of my priority because I knew that as soon as, as it was gone, I'd be financially free and I would be able to have that money. I'd be able to invest out of my own cash flow. I would be able to invest out of my own positives. And then I could leverage myself and leverage my own money. And that's such a, an amazing feeling. Um, and something, it's a place that you get to as soon as you're financially free. Um, and then number four is to follow ideas and creative nudges. So as you set an intention, you guys, right? Like you're never going to know the how. Or not, as soon as you set this intention of, 
This time next year, I'll be completely financially free. I'll have $0 balance on all my credit cards, all my loans, all of this, blah, 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 blah. You won't know the how. Of course you won't know the how. I didn't know the how. If you already knew the how, you would be financially free. But that's the thing. You don't know, you don't yet know the how, right? And so that's the beauty of it. This is where you and the universe go into this partnership and this co-creative zone where you start dancing with one another, where the universe delivers you creative nudges or creative ideas and starts giving you um, these ideas on how you can increase your income, on how you can reduce, you know, your your debt, or how you can like for me, for instance, my creative nudge was to start a business around the very topic that I love to help people with: mindset, manifestation, money mindset. Right. So that's manifestation, babe. Manifestation Babe came into my consciousness as an idea three months after I set this intention. And the universe knew that this would be one of the channels for me to be able to help people, impact people's lives, and also increase my income. Right? That was one of my nudges. If I didn't, if I wouldn't have listened to it, who knows where I'd be today? But because I listened to it, I used my intuition, I said yes and took inspired action. The universe brought my way more income. And using this additional income, I was able to funnel even more of it towards my credit cards, right? And it's in this way that you're going to pay it off way faster than you can ever imagine. There's a reason why I say the best is yet to come and everything is always working out way better than you could ever imagine is because if you are to think about the things that you've manifested in the past or the way that things have turned out in your favor, typically it works out better and faster and more amazing than you could have ever, uh, you could have ever imagined. That's why it's called a miracle is because it's so grand, it's so beautiful, it's so amazing. You're like, holy shit, this is so awesome. And the same thing is going to happen in this area of your life too. But the key is, is to stop calling it debt, stop focusing on debt, start seeing as, seeing it as leveraged money for um, future opportunity, stop calling it a bad thing, stop seeing it as a bad thing, start shedding positivity onto it, start seeing it as a blessing. Even if th that might be hard, you guys, forgive yourself, forgive anyone that needs to be forgiven, right? Forgiveness and gratitude are the two energies of transformation. Use it in this area of your life too, please. And then put energy into it every month. And um, this is something that Brennan and I have worked on together is because he was so discouraged by this, by this large amount of money that he owed to these student loans that he just stopped paying them. And of course, then that impacts your credit score and then that uh, racks up interest and it only gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And even if you just start with $10 a month, you guys put some energy into it. That energy is going to be magnified because that's what the universe does. As soon as it notices that you're taking it seriously, you're putting your energy into it, you're going to manifest more of that energy. The universe is going to pick up the slack. It's going to do the hard part, the, the dirty work. It's going to help you. It is going to be the, the lever that you need, the leverage that you need. It is going to come in and show up for you, but you must first show up for yourself. You must be your first savior, okay? You must be the one to take responsibility. You must be the one to show effort. 
And then number four is follow any ideas or creative nudges. Stay open and ready to receive. And the ways that I love to stay open and ready to receive is to be in the place of it is already done. Get into the feeling, close your eyes, see your financially free life, see how much extra money you now have because you don't have this number looming over your head or that you're not making these payments anymore. See the, 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 um, the finished outcome, right? The outcome of your desire. Step into that feeling. Feel what it would feel like to have freedom. Feel what it would feel like to be liberated, to, to have joy, to have extra money. So then you can take your family on vacation. And when you go on that vac- vacation, you can reward yourself and know that you have done the hard part and this vacation is paid off fully in cash and you can just freaking enjoy it, right? Um, and so follow the ideas, follow the creative nudges, and it's going to happen way faster than you could ever imagine. So I hope this was helpful. Um, I hope you learned something new today. I hope you're excited to manifest your way out of debt or manifest your way to financial freedom because we do not like to focus on debt. And then let me know if this helped inspire you. Let me know if you learned something new. And then let me know how this works for you. I'm so curious to hear um, when you guys apply these tips and principles and action steps that I share in the podcast episodes. I love it when you guys screenshot uh, the episodes on your phones and then tag me on Instagram and share with me your thoughts. Um, That stuff always keeps me going to create more content. And then I'm always open to hearing more about um, other topics that you guys have in mind and other questions that you might have. I love you guys so freaking much. And I hope you have an incredible, what day of the week is it? Tuesday. Um, And have an incredible rest of your week. Love you guys so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.